0: Oh, got one man up and Jonathan Joseph comes straight through the middle, got Mike Brown to beat at the last line of defense and here goes Joseph, Joseph's going to get over. Well, he was absolutely
1: knocked back into next week by Atwood. Dave Atwood has got titanium in his shoulders at the moment. Watson goes on the outside, Oh Watson goes magnificently on the outside.
0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Bath Rugby Plug Podcast. The rugby podcast by the fans, for the fans. Plugging the boys in blue, black and white. My name is Gabriel and I'm joined once again in a room filled with Bath fans. That is Charlie. Hello everybody. And that is Tom. Hi everyone. And yeah, just to pull back the curtain ever so slightly, we are recording this podcast after all three of us have just watched Bath's draw with Sale Sharks. Um, it will be out in your in your podcast Friday at the usual time, but we're recording this on a Sunday night, so we're fresh, with fresh opinions, hot takes to galore. And, and Tom, I'll come to you first. Hot-headed, mate.
1: hot-headed maybe.
0: Maybe um, slightly hot-headed after what we've just seen, but Tom, I'll come to you, friend, and, and what was worse, that performance or, or the Newcastle performance? And sorry to start it on negative, but I think that is, is probably the best place to start.
1: I think, as a performance, the Newcastle sort of uh, match was actually worse. There were elements of the game today that were good and were much improved from last week. You know, we spoke about how important the set piece was mm-hmm. this week, and uh, particularly the well, the, both the line and the scrum sort of operated operated well. But um, yeah, it was just again just the manner of sort of the you know how, how the result happened, and you know trailing seven 0 and just managing to scrape back into the game and uh, get those two points at the end. And I'm a little bit. Uh, I'm not quite sure how to sort of um, how how to react to it because obviously it's so important that we got the the two points with the table being so crowded, but also
2: you know we really really uh, sh- should have won that game, shouldn't we, Charlie? Yeah, so yeah, well, yeah, yeah, completely. It was it was a scrappy affair uh, coming down to it, and yeah,
0: it was a, bit, a, bit, a bit a bit of a tough one to watch, but you know we're gonna crack on and, and dissect I, it. And I think like like we were obviously all three of us were there and i think like the end of the game was quite exciting you know were we going to get a drop goal you know we scored quite late on and i think that kind of almost masked over the fact that 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 was a pretty terrible performance from from us and the conditions didn't help that but then again i think you know going away from the game you kind of got a sense of elation that we scored late on and and nearly won the game but like going into the game we we're thinking we're going to win this comfortably and i think like from my point of view certainly i don't know what you guys think of this but from my point of view certainly i think that it's important not to forget the fact that that was a pretty poor performance no, it was it was
2: it was it was a completely <laughs> shocking performance and there's very very few things to be proud of taking away from that Mm. performance you know I think uh, Mm. the only the the only player who came away with only starting player who came away with uh, a bit of credit in the bank was probably Rory McConaughey, who I thought was actually really really impressive underneath the high ball looked very good Um, when we talked about especially coming from a sevens background he 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 really impressed in in, in that respect Mm. you know in in a game, you know, in in a game of sevens, that is where you don't really kick much. You mm. uh, you, you you don't you don't really have that have that. It's it's got, playing in the back three is completely different, and you'll have lots of black back mm. three players who come across, and they're perfectly suited to playing on the wing at fullback because of their speed and their agility, etc. But I thought he he looked really impressive, and uh, you know, f- fitted the mould perfectly, and he could actually be a be a player
0: that really impresses us uh, and secures himself in the 15th. <laughs> yeah, so, sorry, mate. That, you're absolutely spot on there, but it, I think people will be thinking this is classic us. We've just drawn home to <laughs> sail, we <having> lost Newcastle. <laughs> and we the first five minutes of the podcast, we're talking about the positives. And I, I think there is something to be said from that, and, and we'll carry on with it. Tom, what yeah. are, you, yeah. were very, um, you, you were very you uh, very high on McConaughey after last week, and I imagine more of the same this week.
1: Yeah, and it's it's what's really impressive is you know is athletic ability uh, and all that we have spoken about, but it's how cool he is yeah. at fullback, uh, how assured he looks under the high ball as well, which as you say um, isn't something that you know he'd be typically that exposed to mm. being a seven player, being a sevens player, sorry, but yeah, I think. Maybe just bringing it
2: sort of crashing back down. <laughs> yeah, it's probably yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, earth a little bit. Yeah. Well done, well done, Rory McConaughey, But
1: should we talk, yeah. should
0: <laughs> we talk
2: about Garan Fotolini? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh god! I mean, and
1: I don't think it was so much that you know a number of players had particular, particularly sort of bad games, but we, you know we had a, a tweet in last week about the sort of uh, mm. attacking potency of, of the back line. and I think you know, whereas, you know, the set piece and, and discipline as well, um were elements of the game that would improve from, from Newcastle. Um again we just were completely blunt instruments in attack. Um there was just nothing at all going forward. They didn't look like there was any structure and I mean, There was, it, was it, no potency. It, well it begs the question, you know um, well well I was gonna say it it begs the question well. like you know, German Dempsey um and uh you know how how good his sort of playbook well, is well. as everyone's been sort of saying <laughs> where where is all this? Where well, is it?
0: And I'll but in there, please, if I may, Tom, and I'll read a tweet that we got, um, as I say, every week, please get in touch with us on Twitter, at bath R- BathRugbyPlug, and on Facebook. And we've got an email account, uh, BathRugbyPlug, at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, exactly what you're you're saying there, Tom. Jason Gosling uh, got in touch with us, uh, you know, this evening after that performance uh, against Sale, saying, getting fed up, getting fed up with one out round-the-corner rugby did Gervin Dempsey drop his playbook of dreams in the Irish <laughs> on the way over <laughs> no, that is a brilliant a brilliant tweet Jason <laughs> maybe maybe couldn't get it across the border <laughs> yeah well yeah Charlie you you mentioned uh, his playbook of dreams uh, in the preseason podcast have you seen any 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 sign of this no, uh, this no we haven't and Jason makes a very good point he seems to have lost it
2: somewhere uh, because we haven't seen any of it you know we talk about this playbook to die for that everyone's been going on about and actually well, that you've been going on about <laughs> <laughs> no. oh, you know, anyway uh I, I, you know, and we haven't really seen anything it was infuriating watching the game mm. today uh with just we were going from one side of the pitch where there was that moment in in the first half we were parked on their five meter line you know, the, the momentum was completely in our favor they were they were completely under the cosh they were just Totally, totally at our at, at our disposal, and we just had to capitalise on that opportunity. And we were just doing one out rugby, as 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 Jason says, hitting up the first man. There was no lines, no shapes of being run,
0: and there's just no real attacking shape at all. And that's winding me up. Yeah, and I think like <laughs> you're spot on, Charlie. And I think what was so infuriating, like I mean, the, the passenger play you're talking about was 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 right in front of where we were sat and and we went from side to side on on sort of the 5 meter 10 meter line and 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 got nowhere and um, it seems to be going one up rugby and then and then what made that even more infuriating was when their when when their try came was you know they had a line out it went to ground and like two phases later they crash over and like, I think that that, that clinicality, uh, is cl- clinicality is clinicality the word I think that clinicality is yeah, do, it, it is the do. Do <laughs> it's something that we've spoken about like a lot of times in this podcast like when the when the foot's on the throat and I think we really lack that today and, and although we did get the the seven seven like it could have been a lot different you know if Solomona had scored for example and i think That's what's so disappointing. Like, we go through phase after phase. It is,
2: it's that. It's it's taking your opportunities. And we were
0: parked. We were parked
2: in their 22 for a long period of time. Sorry, mate. And turned down shots at goal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Turn down shots at goal. And you, you can argue... At the end, I was saying it was, it was chances where we, we should have been looking for a drop goal or yeah. things like that. We, we just never really
0: materialised in that way. And that's what I found extremely infuriating. Tom, but- I'll, ask, I'll ask you a question now, mate. Like, when Bath get in the 22, what do you think? Do you think, here we go, we're going to score? Or do you think, God, oh, I'm waiting for us to, to, to cough this up?
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely the latter. And we, only a few days ago, were watching... Uh... Uh, you know the semi-final that we, we you know that we spoke about. Uh, you know, again against Leicester Tigers when it was what seven seven en- uh, entrances to the twenty-two and and six tries or something. Yeah. Um. And sort of yeah, that potency is completely gone. And you know when you come up against a good defensive team, as Sale undoubtedly are. And I thought mm. the back three, um, you know of, of Ben Curry. Um, John Ross and Jean looked to the back Perea. row. So yeah, the back row. Sorry, I've been just in back three. But yeah, the, the back row were were very good for them. And we, yeah, we just ran out of ideas. We didn't have any sort of other option than just running
0: hard lines. Um, um, and ultimately, yeah, we were just going backwards. Uh, yeah, but, uh, sorry mate. And what do you put that down to? Is that is that a, is that a co- like is that a coaching thing, or is that a thing from scrum half? Is that a thing from fly half? Is that a thing from the f- you know Charlie Ewell's captain? Is that a thing from the forward pack? What would you put that that sort of blunt attacking? Um, attacking style down to? I think it's
1: it's the foundation is is within the half backs and obviously that comes from coaching and, and we said last week we want players to be able to show their you know their skills and use their instincts but there needs to be a basic attacking structure, you know, like we have with, with Mike Ford for example and like you know plenty of other teams sort of have mm. um, and an attack within in the Premiership. We don't have that at all. As I say, we, we, we just seem to run out of ideas. We played the, you know, the vast majority of the game in the right areas. As I said, the set piece, the line-up in particular, I thought was really good. Uh, particularly when when Jack Walker came on, who I thought mm. was, a, was another um, stand-up player. But yeah, we, you know, we're turning down shots at goal and, and as you say, just going side to side and even and even backwards. So uh, I I think it is a coaching point, and um, we need to start seeing. Um, uh, you know, some more potency in attack and whether whether James Wilson's gonna bring something to the table, um who knows. But you know, we did look sharper when he came on, so I'll be interested to see what you know they do yeah of
2: course, them. Of course the the halfbacks play a massive role in, in in that in that respect and how we're gonna we we're gonna play the game. But I felt like every time we got into the 22, we've switched into this mentality, as he's saying, and it, I think it is more of a coaching coaching point. It seems like they've been told once we get into the 22, we're wanting to play in more of a, an extra chief style, you know, yeah. where where, where they, they, they they get into the 22, they get uh not far out from 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 the try line and it's that pick and go it's that one out rugby and nothing else will happen and that that's all it's going to be, but we don't really seem to have mastered that tactic at the moment yeah, and i you know i I just feel looking at the likes of our back three with Rocco Duguni and uh Joe Thconnessego on on either wing uh it just seems mad not to be able to bring these boys into play, especially considering you know. Joe looks fantastic. When he when he mm. once once he got the ball, his strength is phenomenal. He he looks mm. he, he, he looks he looks like like a man playing playing against schoolboys. Uh in, in, in respect to his strength. He can push people off the ball but and, and he can he can create things out of nothing and he, he looks up. extremely dangerous. And I just can't figure out why we don't try and bring that into the game. Especially when we're only five meters out of a try line, because whether whether you put him one on one with space or you put him up against a couple of people and he's just going to power over them, he's going to make meters, and that's what that's what he does best. And yeah,
0: just... I think you're spot on there, Charlie. And I, but what I would slightly disagree with, you, well, not disagree, but I, what I would say about what you exact what you said there, and we, we were talking about it at, at the game, is you know. Extra Chiefs um get a lot of praise from from a lot of people about about their style when they get in twenty two. Uh you know, a pick-and-go style, uh, a sort of one-up rugby. And so therefore, do you think it's, it's, a, it's a game plan issue or, or perhaps more what I would think would be a more of an execution issue? Because I don't think there's anything wrong with, with the game plan necessarily. You know, we've got an extremely good forward pack uh, and I think on paper, certainly better than sales. I think it, I, don't, I don't have any problems necessarily with the game plan. I have uh, perhaps more an issue with, with the execution. I don't know if you guys agree with that.
1: Yeah, I think it's a question of, of being adaptable, um, and a lot of the teams are sort of the top the top teams are. And um, you know, when, as I said, you are up against a good defensive side who sort of worked out that you know you, you are sending big big sort of runners down the channel, you need to be able to sort of try something else. And we're not mm. able to do that. We're very one dimensional. And uh, it seems like when Plan A sort of doesn't work, so to speak, um, there's no there's no real Plan B. Um, as, as you say, Charlie, that you know. Uh, Joe Cocker and, and and Rocca barely got the ball. Willison, uh, you know, and Max Wright, who we know are dangerous players as well, um, barely got the ball. The only reason that McConaughey really was able to show, um, you know, a bit of attacking uh, flair was because obviously of the of, of the high balls that he collected from fullback. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I just don't think there's any, you know. There's no ability to adapt, and, and you know, to use some of the the, the wider men uh, and use the hands when we need to. It just seems to be the same plan, and when it doesn't work, yeah. we just carry on grinding, and and, and you
2: know, the result is that we, that we just don't, we're not able to breach the trial end. No, completely. It seems like we're trying the same tactic, and when it doesn't work. We we'll just do the same tactic, yeah. but try it even oh. harder. It's just, it's just, it's just running, running at a brick wall twice as hard, and it's not, it's not, it's that it doesn't seem, well, it doesn't seem, it's not working, and that's, I mean, you know, it takes, it takes, and it always takes, I mean, you know, a moment of individual brilliance for us to get a try, rather mm. than a well worked, yeah, we're not, are not working them as, yeah. as a team, and that's what I find infuriating, yeah, and and what you know, in in, in respects to. To the, the tactic, as you say, Gabriel, there's no, there's nothing wrong with that game plan because mm. it's it's it, it, it's a solid game plan and it and it it will work whether if we can execute it, but rather than being, it seems like we're just being completely blinkered to the fact that yeah. that is our that is our game plan. It doesn't matter if we've got a three man overlap or we've got there's space out wide. It's recognizing when we need to. Actually distribute the ball, mm. uh, rather than just saying right. We're going to go one out rugby once we get in the twenty-two. We're going to pick and go. We've got a strong pack, so let's just let's just bully them. And it is true, we have got a very strong pack. Our, our pack is 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 excellent, but we need to recognise that once we've sucked in the players and we've sucked in the defenders, we need to spread the ball out wide and use these phenomenal wingers that we've got. and it just that—that's that's where the points will come.
0: Yeah, and I think so many things spring to mind talking about this guys. It's like it's really interesting discussion. I think one of the things that, that springs to mind, it, it, you know, is perhaps something that I said earlier on in the season when we, you know, when we were in the Premiership Cup and you know we scored when when you went to watch Tom, for example. Um, against Harlequins, and we scored our tries. All three of our tries from from a driving maul, and, and I think that is kind of you know where we've got. We, we're kind of focusing slightly too much on the on the on the forward orientated game, um, and we have got some really excited backs. And I'm not sure if that's a coaching point or or just perhaps what's happened in the game. And then Charlie, what you were saying a really interesting point there, um, and it's backed up here um, on Twitter. As I say, at Bath Rugby Plug on Twitter by Adrian Bond, who says. The definition of insanity, according to Einstein, is to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different outcome. No, and exactly, I think, exactly, it's exactly, exactly what I'm trying to convey. Exactly, and I think that is kind of what I feel sometimes when I watch Bath. Um, you know, we think um, we think that you know we're going to go around the corner and eventually we're going to we're going to break them. And I, I think what would what would suit us a lot better is is perhaps changing the point changing the point of contact, you know, go off 10, go off 12, you know, get forward runners slightly more in the backfield. You know, we've got the likes of Francois Lowe, Zach Merson and Sam Underhill in our back row. And I don't necessarily think that they're their best... Um, you know they 're best operated in in coming round the corner and crashing it up you know in the short channel. Yeah. I think they would be much better op, better suited to playing a game where perhaps you know they got the ball in, in sort of the the, the, 13, the thirteen channel for example you know especially you know, Zach Mercer, I think definitely his game is is more uh, more more suited to to playing in in the thirteen channel as opposed to just picking and going yeah and it it it, it seems that we 're not we're not recognising
2: these facts when we're on the field. Mm. And it's very easy for us to sit back in our seats, in, 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 in the comfort of our own homes, having seen the game and knowing the result, to be able to pick all of these things apart. But we're not identifying it when we're on the field. And these players need to step up and they need to react to these problems that are occurring in front of us. And that's what, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm finding so infuriating about Bath Rugby at the moment. Is I'm, I'm I'm fed up of losing games
0: that we should win. Mm. Well, we do today, so <laughs> two points. Well, okay, it, it felt like a <laughs> yeah, loss. It did it it didn't feel like feel a loss. loss. And, and Kissing the sister again. <laughs> yeah, God. And and this there's a lot of negativity, and I think we'll come onto you know a couple of positive later on the podcast. Um, but before we do, Tom, I just I just uh, come to you and and ask you what you uh, you know this your second time at the rec this season was it or your your third time? Uh,
2: yeah. Like yeah, fourth,
0: yeah, second or third, third. time they the rec the season. Yeah, what what do you make of the the match day experience at the rec today? You know, Sunday game, not great weather. Did you still like a good time? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, always doing you know, you spoken about how what
1: a great um place it is to watch rugby and the atmosphere was uh, mm. sort of I would say bubbling prior to the game and uh and, and, and during the early part of the game, obviously it was increasing sort of disappointment, and despite uh, being yeah. a bottom of the
2: table clash, and I think I think <laughs> a sense of resignation, a sense of
1: resignation as well. Yeah. And there was a lot of there was a lot of frustration around a. I think the speed of the ball, mm-hmm. um, which you know I th- I, th- I do think uh, Ali looked off the pace. Um, you know he, he box kicked a lot, he box kicked too long, he box kicked um, very long, and yeah, it was particularly slow. Uh, Burns as well, um, you know, di- didn't have his didn't have his best game. Obviously, you know that missed touch, um, in particular, springs mm-hmm. springs Criminal. to the mind, and and you know the missed kick in front of the goal, which obviously sort of you know obviously would 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 have won us the game. Um, but yeah, I think one of the negative that I was just gonna, you know, ask you guys what you thought about um, was around the breakdown, and I, I mentioned last week that one of the key factors that I, I thought for this week was sort of the accuracy around the breakdown. Um, you know, particularly with the back row that that they've got. And I, I thought they got the better of the mm, breakdown today. Yeah. Not only were we slow, which meant that they were able to sort of counter-ruck and, and you know, disrupt us at the breakdown, uh, but but Ben Curry in particular, mm. um, I thought open side for them, um, made himself a bit of a menace um, and, you know, a number of turnovers. Um, and, you know, our boys, you know, you know, they're obviously fantastic players, the three of them, but they weren't really able to, to impose themselves on the breakdown in the same way. Um, you know, and again, that then feeds through, um to the back line um obviously being the foundation for sort of any attacking play for a team um and i don't, I don't think that helps either so uh, yeah that was an area that i was i was i was disappointed with uh, i don't know what you guys thought
0: yeah i I, th- I think you're right tom actually and i i think you know whilst we're whilst we're obviously the bath rugby plug and we're focused on bath uh, all things bath rugby i think a lot of credit has to go to the sale back row yeah. um there were Really, really good. I was very impressed. You know, you've mentioned Ben Curry there, um, and obviously his brother is, is in and around the England squad, oh. and and Ross, and 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 uh, John Luke Dupree. Exactly, Twenty three
1: as well. Um, I thought he was um, really, John Luke Dupree. is twenty three? Yeah, and you know he's keeping um, John o. Ross at the side. Uh, sorry, no, Josh, no, John Ross, Josh Charles sorry, at the side. Um, so yeah, I was very impressed with him. I thought thought he was good.
0: Yeah, I think. That is, I, I think we were poor, but they, they were exceptional. And, and I wonder what you guys thought about the, the balance of our, of our back row. Um, you know, we've got Mercer there, and then, and then we've got two, two probably, I'd say, more Fetcher stars in, in Underhill and, and Lowe. And, and we got a tweet in in the week um, from, from Toby Baker. This was a couple of days ago, before the game, uh, saying, considering he played some big internationals and his injury record, would, would it not have been better to rest Underhill? Especially now we've got two sevens on when it's probably a more balanced back row when Ellis is in there. Um, and I don't know what you guys think about that. Were you happy with the, with the selection and, and, and then watching it, were you happy with the, the performance of the back row? Uh, well, I've I spoken a little bit about the performance. I think, I think they struggled at the, at the breakdown a bit. And I think, um,
1: they were all fairly anonymous as well. Um, sort of in, in attack as well. Mm. Um, I think I, I personally am happy with that back row. I think that is a, that's fantastic back row. Um, you know across the board there but I think with the style of play that we're obviously trying again and again to try and implement um maybe they're not the best options um you know as, as you say probably none of them are the best sort of carriers in heavy traffic Mercer in particular sort of better in the wild channels mm. obviously using his feet underhills carrying games come on but um uh, you know uh, I still think he's got a, w- a way to go on that and Francois Lowe's just been being quite quiet I don't know whether that's because he's played a lot of rugby
2: mm. um or, or I think a he's starting the I, f- I feel yeah. in, in 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 that respect, he's his his best days are behind him, is what I want to say. Yeah, uh, his best days are behind him, but his best days were phenomenal. I think he's still a pretty good player. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, like, of course, he's a good player, but I I don't feel he has the same impact, etc. As some of you, if, if you reel off the lights of Falatau, Mercer, some of the other boys, I think, they, they, and as you say, he's more yeah. of a fetcher. It's not really his, his his style of play. Yeah, the breakdown is his. You know, Mm. is is where where he operates. And he did have a couple
0: of nice turnovers Mm. against Sale today.
1: Yeah, he did, but I think they won the overall battle of that. And you'd expect someone with his experience to impose himself a a little bit more, I think.
0: I think the main thing
2: is that Sale were just winning the collisions. We were not Mm. winning the collisions Mm. at all. We were having to fight for every inch that we got over the gain line. And then when the ball got turned over, Sale were sending, when they were sending one up runners back at us. They were making two, three, four meters every mm. with every single carry, and that's what that's what that's what really really affected us because we we were getting marched back up the field far more easily mm. than we were we, we were trying to implement exactly the same tactic against them, and it, it, we were having we were having to you know bust a gut for every single yard that we made. Did you think our our defense was bad today, sort of in general?
0: It's, yeah, I think it was very it's soft. softer. Uh, Sorry, mate. A bit soft, yes. And and Solomon obviously could have scored uh, his try in the corner there, where, where he spilt the ball over the line. And at which, the end. You know, yeah. And at the end there. Yeah, the um, however, you know, only seven points conceded, and I think that was a, a very poor try to concede. You know, I spoke about the yes, fact that just around the fringes. You exactly, know. yeah. Only seven points conceded. So I don't think our defence was. I like, I was more disappointed today coming away with our attack than I was uh, our defence. Oh, Completely. Yeah. Our attack, our attack was a complete blunt instrument. Yeah, and Charlie, how did you? I I asked Tom uh, earlier, and I was trying to get onto a discussion about the the, the match day experience. Uh, how did you um, enjoy your enjoy the the match day experience of the rec today? Yeah, it was it was
2: it was it was it was a, it was a very good day out, and it's 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 you know it's it's enjoyable coming towards the end of a game when it's a tight match and mm. you get you get sucked in, and you get brought into the atmosphere, and I, I enjoyed it. Oh, I massively I wasn't enjoying it towards the end well <laughs> you're we not no, no I I, I, oh, I, I do was... I do enjoy a
0: close a, a, a close contest yeah, it's difficult to know what sort of emotion you're you're feeling at, oh. at the end of a game like that is it is it enjoyment is it nerves is it just is like it, is it relief we've
1: got the draw yeah but still sort of etched
2: <laughs> yeah. with disappointment I, 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 yeah it was difficult oh I, sorry I just want to you know come back onto the actual rugby and as you're saying there Gabriel you know we 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 didn't look we 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 were awful in attack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is what I really want to say. We were awful, um, but you know, in in defence, you, you've got to take into take into account. We had 66% possession and 69% territory. Like, mm. obviously, the attack is where I went wrong. We didn't have to defend as much, but when they had the ball, they they looked far more dangerous than we did when we when we had it. I will oh. just counter
1: that and say. I think the defence was an issue, um, and that's sort of why I raised it. 74 tackles made, 30 missed. So that's 59% 59 tackle ratio, whereas they were 94. They made 193 tackles and only missed 11. And I thought they were very good. 59% tackle, uh, you know, tackle rate is bad at the best of times. And when you're losing a lot of those collisions, and, you know, a lot of those tackles are are passive tackles, um, you know, it's... (laughs) and you know they didn't they didn't score many points either but uh, yeah i thought the defense today was as weak as it's been um mm. i didn't think we fronted up um to the collisions uh, in in defense and yeah that was disappointing and, and that is an attitude thing because we can do that um you know i think i, d- I don't think that's a system issue um so yeah that, that was another area that I, again um, I, I thought it was very disappointing and against a better attacking side yeah um, you 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 pay for that one percent
0: yeah I, I think that was i mean that 's that i didn 't realize and that that 's an e- extremely disappointing statistic um, and I think what I was trying to get at I was trying to talk to you boys about the uh, the match day experience and and whilst i've i 've um this is the point I was trying to make was that you know that it was great today i had a had a great day out um but what <laughs> Like we were sat um, in an area of the ground, me, me and you, Charlie, um, and and we were sat around. You know, a lot of kids. It wasn't sold out today at the wreck and uh, there was a lot of kids around, um, and you know, a lot of people that were obviously new to the game. You know, asking a lot of questions to, to the people they were with, and I just sometimes don't think rugby helps itself. Like there was a there was a period of play. You know, when when the when the cross kick went over to to Eager and it he didn't quite gather it, and and he kept the ball in, and we, we we're you know, we we lost the ball eventually. It was a really it, exciting passage. Yeah. Exactly, and it was a, it was like one of the most exciting parts of the game. You know, like the crowd was up, and, and what followed that was sort of ten minutes of of you know injury breaks and 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 like scrums, reset, scrums, reset, scrums and, something had to go on with the I, referee you know, and it was... Oh, exactly. Yeah. And me and you, Charlie, I'd count ourselves as as reasonably knowledgeable about rugby, you know, like watched, watched a lot of it, you know. Um, steady, steady, lads. <laughs> I mean, it's not like we do a podcast about <laughs> yeah, it, right? Really. Exactly. Watched a lot of rugby, like watch <laughs> no a lot of rugby, play a lot of rugby. And, and we were kind of struggling to understand what was going on. And I was just thinking like, what are the people that aren't don't don't really watch a lot of rugby and are new to the game. What do they think of that? And I think one addition, you know, I I really felt that today and I I explained I talking to you about it, Charlie, I'll try and explain this as as clearly as I can. But I think one addition to to rugby, which would be really, really brilliant, would be if referees um were 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 had sort of um were mic'd up to 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 have a to come over the Tannoy on, on the pitch. Uh, when they make when they make decisions, so that people understand exactly what's going on on the pitch, um, and you know, I'm I'm a big I've mentioned it a couple of times on on the podcast. I'm a big uh, American football NFL fan, and that's what they do there, and it just it just makes like the spectator sport a lot better for spectators. And, and, you know, you get that sort of insight when you're watching on the telly. And I think, you know, the key to rugby, the best part about rugby is going to watch it live and having a crowd that is really into it and a crowd that's really knowledgeable. And I think it would be enhanced by by sort of knowing what the referee is saying and what what the decisions are. Because I think a lot of the time, you, you know, even us, we're kind of sat back thinking what's going on. And I can't imagine what, what people that, you know, are new to the game don't know yeah. what you guys think about it, that. Yeah, but, but I,
2: I, I, I'm, I'm in your corner, Gabriel. I, I agree with it. I think it would be definitely something I'd love to see trialed, uh, hear what's going on, especially when you get to, to scrum time, mm. et cetera, when they, they, even, even, even the most knowledgeable ex-players don't necessarily know what's going on at scrum time because there's, it's very, it's very, very much down to interpretation. Uh, so it's, it's nice it would be nice to be able to hear what the ref is saying and hear what kind of penalties we're giving away. And as you say, just, just for the for, for the younger or, or, or newer um, fans uh,
0: to help them you know, get the most out of their, of their game-viewing experience, etc. But and Just they, keep them yeah. engaged as well. Because a lot of the time, you know, we turned around. I think I want to get... This is, you know, this is quite anecdotal, but we turned around today. You know, there was a big group of kids behind us and, and all these kids are sat on their phones, not really watching the game. And it's like, because there's you know, five minutes here where, where no one really understands what, what's going on. Tom, I don't know what you think about this.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a good point. You know, they're doing cricket as well with that process with the third umpire yeah. explaining to everyone sort of how that works and yeah, as you said, it's a good way to sort of grow the, you know, the, appeal, the appeal of the game to sort of a wider audience because I think, you know, there'll be some people who've turned up to that game today um, who didn't really understand what's going on, didn't mm. potentially enjoy it as much as they thought they would and and, and may not, um, you know, come to much live rugby sort or of plan to go to much live rugby again. Yeah. Um, so yeah I I think that's completely spot on the the other thing I'd like to see them sort of clamp down on um, in terms of the stoppages is sort of the water and and the medics coming on um, so often Mm. you know in that period that you meet down in that corner with the scrums every single stoppage there was you know loads of people coming on obviously talking to the players um, and you know it's obviously you know uh, we need to be sort of vigilant with the injuries and uh, you know and the like. But um, yeah, it was so slow, and uh, I think it was about sort of ten minutes of rugby played in about a 30, yeah. 30 minute period. Um, yeah,
0: I think it's pretty disappointing. I think we've covered off pretty nicely there, guys. Um, I think that's something to look out for. That that'd be a really nice addition. I think all three of us would like to see uh, to just improve the the watching experience at games. Um, and Tom, I'm going to throw it to you now, um, and you're, and you're going to run me through through the table um, because we couldn't quite believe um, when you know we. We were looking at the table before the game thinking you know if we lose this we'll be second bottom if we win we'll be sixth and you asked me when I saw after the game you know where are we in the league now and I couldn't quite believe it when you told me Tom so you know we're recording this on Sunday night so um, Tom tell us tell us where we are yeah
1: so obviously round nine complete now so everyone's played nine games um, we are sitting in sixth position incredible. Um, which is quite incredible 19 <laughs> points um, With only three
2: wins, yeah,
1: <laughs> three wins, two two draws, um, and, and yeah, and, the, and those four losses, and and I think crucially only th- sort of three bonus points out of those nine games. Looking
2: at the table now, though, um, actually mentioning those three wins, um, so us Bath are sat in sixth. Everyone from sixth to twelfth has won three games. That's incredible, isn't it? it yeah, and, and,
1: and only a four point difference sort of between as you say us and uh, and and Newcastle at the bottom on on fifteen points. So um We're in danger, lads, of of becoming
0: involved in in sort oh. of the the dogfight at the bottom. This was going to um, ask you, Tom. Like, are we in a relegation scrap? Like, in all seriousness here. Like, you know, Bristol don't like they're going to go down. They had you an know, impressive win against Leicester. Um, are we in danger of going down this season? Like, it seems like a ridiculous thing to say, but I don't know what you boys think. Like, it seems out the question doesn't it but i, I think it's
2: you know we, we mentioned last week, last week um well six from we were six points from the top 4 and six points from the drop uh and that was that that, that surprised me massively but i think to be honest you you could you can argue that everyone from sixth to twelfth is 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 going to have to fight for their place this season. There's 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 not going to be any easy Champions Cup spots given. There's, you know there's everyone is going to be fighting. I think coming in, it's going to be one of the most interesting Premiership seasons coming down uh, to to the last few weeks. Mm. I still don't think we're going to know almost at the last weekend who is actually going to be relegated because every team
0: seems strong. Wow. Uh, or every team seems equally as yeah, weak. I think at the moment. Like, I I agree.
1: I, I think the standard. This, yeah, that's
0: probably the better way to phrase it. Yeah, I think the standard this season,
1: um, you know, hasn't been as good. Um, frankly, I think there are the, obviously the two teams at the top, um, and you know, and Gloucester to an extent have also been good. But I think after that, um, you know, there's nine teams who. Who's the fourth best team in the league? Tom? Yeah, I mean, I would. I'd, I think I'd probably still go Wasps, just about.
0: He's the fifth best team in the
1: league. Yeah, well, this is it.
0: <laughs> Bath Rugby. Ah, um, uh,
1: yeah. I, I just don't know because you're looking down that list, and every one of those teams, you just feel that it is it is fallible, and you know could be involved in um, you know a bit of a, a bit of a basement battle, as as we've called it. Mm-hmm. Um, but battle. Um, yeah, I, I do. I, I personally don't think that we are in risk of being relegated. Um, I think it is. It's probably a Worcester, Newcastle,
2: or or Bristol. Um, I for don't me. think Bristol. You, you you've got a hatred against
0: Bristol. I don't. don't know, you, I've just called you, it you, the start you, of season, so I need to. Yeah. Down by Christmas, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think you said it was oh, down yeah. by Christmas. But, yeah, I don't I think, think that's happening. I think Bristol fans. You know, if there is any Bristol fans listening to this, which is you know perhaps quite unlikely, but I think Bristol fans would you know argue against that. You know, they're on the same amount of wins as us as you mentioned, Charlie, and they've just turned over Leicester. You know, quite comfortably. You know, why are they not uh, as good as we are? I think at the moment, like a lot of, well, maybe not Bath fans, but I think like the perception of Bath is is perhaps um, is perhaps too high this season. You know, I think it's almost in, like it's not even considered that that we may go down yet. You know, someone's got to obviously, and and, and it could be us. I I think. Oh, I, I, as I say, as I've, I've
2: mentioned, there's definitely the possibility, but there's 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 no whipping boys this year in the league, and I think that's what's that's what's been different. Bristol've come up mm. and they've come up a, a proper outfit, and as yeah. like I to say, they've just they turned over Leicester this weekend and they've put up good fights against you know, some of the top boys in the league. They they only just lost to Exeter uh, last weekend as well, and I think this is a point I was making to you boys earlier that. There are certain teams in the league who are being competitive who on their day could turn anyone over. You know, we we've seen the Harlequins put out a fantastic performance on Friday night and beat unbeaten, well, previously unbeaten side Exeter. Um, but Bath do not seem to have that ability. It, it seems like we I could play It seems like we could play Saracens ten times out of ten and we would we would somehow no matter how well we play, end up losing the game, and I just, I just feel that we don't, we don't have a proper full eighty minutes in us almost.
0: Yeah, and
1: I think that's is- say no whipping boys or nine whipping boys for uh, or <laughs> ten <laughs>
2: whipping boys. For- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's an to Sorry, next. For to next next you can <laughs> whip yeah. anyone else. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think that is what so Just, I, I completely agree with you, Charlie. I think like I look at some teams like Wasps and and Leicester and and Gloucester and the teams sort of around us and Harlequins as well, and I think. Like often people say, you know, pundits often say, on their day they could beat anyone, and to a certain extent I agree with that. Whereas I look at Bath and I think, on our day, I, I just I just can't really see us beating Exeter or Saracens um, or having a really good result in Europe, you know, even on our day, for example. I think we seem uh, to almost have this plucky plucky loser mentality yeah. at the moment, and that's a lot. I know you
2: you you hate plucky losers, Gabriel. You've, you, oh, <laughs> it's, it's a personal, as a more of a personal knowledge, but he doesn't enjoy plucky losers, and I feel <laughs> like that's what that's what we we are building with that mentality at the moment where we have this, uh we should have won, and it, we could have, yeah, we so should have, yeah, would have coulda, mm. and that's that's what's infuriating. We've let we, we when Todd came out earlier this week saying Bath at risk. Of letting our season slip through our fingers and I've, it's 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 happening it's happening right in front of our eyes and many people have questioned us and they've they've po- they posed the question sorry that when do we need to start worrying we spoke earlier on in the season and we said the second of the second of yeah. december if we haven't that that patch of three games against worcester newcastle and sale if we don't come out with at least a couple of wins which we have not done then then there's there's got to be some eyebrows raised, and we've got to actually start you know we we've we got we got a front up, boys yeah we 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 predicted very optimistically three top four finishes at the start of the season in our preseason pod where do you reckon yeah. Bath uh targeting now where where would
0: where where would be a realistic finishing spot for bath yeah i think it's spot on mate like Fifteen points available, obviously, from these three games, and six points picked up, and that—that's hugely, hugely disappointing. And I think, you know, I was thinking it just then, like, if the season, if the season were to finish now and we were in sixth, we'd we probably take that right now. <laughs> like We, well, we probably took it last would. season, didn't yeah, we? We took it last it season. scraped in last season, and, and it was your best bath memory, Tom. So I think we'd probably take sixth yeah. now. Say so. is not making
1: the
2: short list of uh, yeah. best bath <laughs> memories, I have to say.
0: Yeah. Anyway, well, well come on.
2: James, James Wilson's yeah. comeback was, 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 a, was, a nice, was a nice bath memory.
0: Exactly, Charlie, and I think we've been pretty negative there for, for quite a period of time. So let's move on. Well to, done if you're still listening. Yeah. Thank you very much for, for sticking with us. If you are still listening, um, I feel a lot better now after, after getting a lot of that out. And I think let's move on now to, to a few positives. And I think there were a couple of positives. Tommy, you mentioned a couple earlier. Um, um, and, what else would you What else would you say was a positive from from today's reasonably disappointing game?
1: Yeah, um, I think the, you know the couple of areas we picked out, um, you know, areas that we needed to improve from last week were were the set piece and was also discipline. Um, so yeah, the, the set piece was much better today. I thought the scrum was was dominant, and we nearly had a penalty, you know, right at the end there from from, from that scrum. And um, the line out, uh, particularly when Walker was on, you know, we mm-hmm. hit eleven out of eleven. Um, and then, uh, you know, when Ross Batty came on, that kind of fell to pieces a little bit. Boom,
2: one, two, three, lost. <laughs> yeah, <you> know, <laughs> which
1: is really. very disappointing. And the other thing was discipline, um, which I think was vastly improved as well. Um, 12 penalties um, uh, last week against Newcastle. And I think it was only seven um, this yeah, week. So seven. That, yeah, that was that was improved as well. So that was good. Um, but as we've said, you know, um, we can't win the game when, uh, you know, you can't, you can't score tries on a regular basis. So uh, it's all very well improving those fundamentals. But you sort of need to try and... Find a way to convert that to points, Charlie.
2: Any other positives that you picked out from from today? Well, was that a positive? Sorry, I thought he just turned it into a negative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought, I thought uh, James Wilson, interesting signing, having him back. Uh, again, I think there's a, a couple of uh, a couple of um, loopholes been found uh, to get mm-hmm. him into the squad again. That the the fly half, the fly half crisis, uh, in which that Freddie Burns still starts at 10. Um, uh, but that's that's interesting but i thought he was it was good to have him back uh he he, he played really well when he came on uh would, would have been would have been history repeating itself again if he had he had he uh slotted that kick to win it at the end but um uh no, sorry, not at the end had he had he kicked those final points um uh but it's i thought uh you know we've I've already mentioned rory rory McConaughey, uh, and otherwise, I think uh, Nathan Cat was a standout yeah, yeah. in the front row. Absolutely. Scrummaged absolutely, excellently. The big lads, yeah, yeah. And Jack Walker, I
1: thought as well. Yeah, I think yeah. all
0: all of the front three uh, were were exceptional. I think I give credit to you here, Tom. Uh, something you were, you were explaining to me in the week um, about about Elliot Stuke and and I I, I kind of saw it a bit today. You know, you you said to me in the week um, that, that he was the he would be your first name on the team sheet at the moment, and, and and the reason being perhaps because. Because of his leadership, and I really saw that today. You know, perhaps it was was being at the game which made me um, see it in a slightly different light. But he, like he, 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 kind of brings the team together in a in a really nice way, and. And I think he was he was really good in, in the time he was on, and I, I think he's he's slowly developing. in, And I think Yule's as well, you know, as captain on the day, I think he was good. But I think Stuke, like especially today, was was is, is really developing into into a key figure for us, and you're, you're spot on there, Tom. Stuke's got a, a well, from what I've seen, a, a really good quality in a player, which is that he brings
1: more to a team than sort of his sort of personal ability. Yeah. Um, he is he's fantastic at sort of galvanizing the team um particularly what you know uh, you know well you know from what i've seen um when the team's in a hard hard spot or whatever mm. I, I think he he's really good at sort of getting the team together and, uh, and sort of getting through those more more difficult times so i'm i'm always really happy to sort of see him uh, see him on the team sheet uh yeah as you say and i, th- I thought him and, and charlie Yules um again uh were, we're good today
0: yeah, I think they were they were excellent. I think that front five was, you know, it was stand out, but 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 didn't uh, do enough to to get us over the line. Charlie, yeah, what do you
2: think uh, of... Yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, I'll just I, rather than reiterating exactly what you guys have just said, I think you know, at Stick was 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 brilliant, and I think he's an extremely valuable member to the team. Mm. Uh, but you know, the the halfbacks uh, were were. Had, did, didn't have their their greatest game. And I think that's where that's where the game On the probably mate. lost. You know, no, no. no <laughs> I'm saying, but, <laughs> but positive. I'm about to get onto oh. is the is, as I say. We've already mentioned James Wilson, but also uh, Will Will Chudley. Mm. I think he'd be he'd be uh, a lad. I'd like to see probably starting. Uh, well, against against our, our you know it's going to be a tight affair next weekend against Leinster which I'm sure we will get onto but um yeah, you know, he's he's he's, he's um he 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 looked good he he sped up the game uh, looked sharp and
1: biggest uh, cheer of the day I thought actually when he when he came on aside from the try yeah, yeah.
0: and yeah I think you know Charlie is 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 slowly starting to to you know prove as well I think Fottley didn't quite have his best <sighs> game and 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 good on Chudder. that and on that um I think uh I'd like to see Max Green come back into the fold Um, I think he's been perhaps unfairly treated uh, given how well I thought he played uh, at the start of the season so yeah I think you know a bit of competition between those three um, cause Votley, you know, certainly didn't, didn't have his best game. And, and, and there we go, boys, that was, uh, that's the sale game. I think we've covered it off there pr- pretty nicely. Um, as I say, all three of us were there and we're recording it, um, straight off, off after the game. So, um, yeah, sorry if that was a little bit hot Uh, but yeah, that's, that's a bit, that's a few honest opinions about what was a, what was a pretty disappointing, um, pretty disappointing, uh, performance from, from the blue, black and white. Um, And yeah, moving on to some some less disappointing performances from the blue, black and white. And and something we did uh, last (laughs) week on the podcast was our uh, best Bath memory. Um, And Tommy, you obviously mentioned the the London Irish, Charlie, the, the game against Leicester, and myself, another game against Leicester. Um, and yeah, we've been we've been absolutely overwhelmed with with the amount of uh, the amount of uh, responses we've we've got to this, and, and some absolutely excellent ones on Twitter. Um, as I mentioned, you know, a couple of times before, we're at Bath Rugby Plug on Twitter, um, and check out the responses that, that we've got to this. You know, some some really good some really good moments, and they definitely bring back a. A sort of nostalgic feeling uh, about the club, um, and I'll, I'll pick a couple out now. And and you know, if you if you haven't got in touch with us, uh, you can do it on Facebook or, or via email as well. Um, about about your best bath memory, um, and yeah, I'll pick a couple out uh, now, and we can, we can discuss them, guys. So I think that that will make us all feel uh, a little bit slightly better. better. Yeah. And the first one um, is an absolutely brilliant one that comes from you know, the Twitter account Stand Up Bath um and it's this first away hashtag best bath memory it was the semi-final of the power gen cup at king's home in 2005 extra time nearly drop goals until andy williams put through a grubber he was scrum half injury cover playing on the wing gloss gutted too and we don't mention the final and and it's absolutely brilliant and <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds sounds
2: typically bath <laughs> excellent semi-final let's forget about the final <laughs>
0: yeah and it's, it's brilliant and, and that, you know, a nice little um, you know, check it out on Twitter. A nice little um, uh, little article there as well um, about the game. And Tom, you you were checking them out as well on Twitter. Uh, any of them stand out to you? Oh well, yeah,
1: so many, and again, again, really good to sort of have, have so many responses. But um, yeah, the, the one I, I really enjoyed was uh, from Henry Weeks, um, who sent through the link to um, to a program yeah. um, of, of Bath against Mosey. Um, on the 11th of November 1989 in the Courage Clubs Championship and uh, (laughs) yeah some line out uh, I think think going back uh, there with the likes of uh, Jeremy Gaskett, Stuart
2: Barnes, Richard Hill, Victor uh, Abogu. Only um, o- only two yeah. replacements. I know. Oh, I enjoyed remember. that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I think I think um uh, was it was it Guskett was playing in outside centre, but wearing number fourteen because they clearly <laughs> they clearly <laughs> clearly lost the number thirteen jersey. So fullback was playing in number sixteen. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Incredible incredible memories though. So uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that one.
0: Yeah, and I think one of the one of the replacements, uh, Keith Plummer, was probably perhaps a plumber as well <laughs> so that makes it even more um even more amusing um you've been working on the changing rooms prior to the game <laughs> um and then yeah another one that we got through as well um the last one here um, and this one, this one's really good as well. I think we can uh, certainly us to, us us three here in the podcast. I think a lot of our listeners can relate to um, from Mr Hyde uh, on Twitter saying, "My first match was Bath v Saints circa 1993. Watched it on top of the clubhouse roof, having bunked off school for the afternoon. Followed it with illicit pints of beer in the Crystal Palace after." I never look 16, let alone 18, and that that's just brilliant, isn't it? And, you know, yeah. as disappointing as, as today was, I think you know, looking at all the all the memories that that people are sending through on Twitter, um, you know, makes you makes you remember why why you support uh, such such a great club. I think uh, in Bath Rugby, guys. Great in uh, in 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 character
2: yeah. rather than rather than perhaps performances currently.
1: they can bend there and it no, makes it yeah. makes all the victories yeah, it makes the victories even sweeter.
2: Yeah, we, we 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 wouldn't be on our thirteenth fourteenth pod or whatever it is now uh, if we didn't if we didn't love the club. Yeah, so with a bit of blind
1: optimism, shall we? Uh... We turn to um, next week's uh, proposition.
2: <laughs> I, want, I want to hear about Gabriel's accountable prediction. Was it? We will Here beat we Leicester. Uh, we will beat Leinster either home or away. How go. are you feeling about that, Gabriel? I going
1: to say, Charlie. What about yours? Top four by Christmas.
2: <laughs> I, I th- I th- we're talking about Gabriel's uh, <laughs> accountable prediction ne- right that, now. Is that Christmas <laughs> next year? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Didn't specify.
2: Just, it still, wouldn't be that confident. <laughs> yeah, I think. I Christmas, think so, some Christmas the uh, <laughs> <laughs> There will be a Christmas day where we are in the top four. <laughs> hopefully yeah top, top four of the championship, championship perhaps. Perhaps, yeah. my, my, my 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 favorite thing about the sporting bath is that come come the start of the season every year we will be at the top of the table because alphabetically <laughs> we become number one and we're there table toppers but, yeah. for um, one week only bath would be top of the table <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. yeah
0: anyway you see what's put on there tom Let, let's move on to it um my words. Here we go. Uh Leinster, European champions, you know, filled with Irish internationals, you know, just turned over the all blacks. Um, you know, running through sides with with first or second team in, in the Pro fourteen. Um, you know, Tom, have we got any hope whatsoever uh next weekend? Um oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was expecting
2: Oh well, if, oh, yeah. if, if, if we knew the result, we wouldn't play. But no, 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 no chance. I thought we'd
1: lose to uh, Sale this week, and we uh, we very nearly did. And we're going to be facing, as you say, a different uh, proposition in Leinster. You know, the, the, some of the teams they've been fielding, particularly for the you know for the Champions Cup games, they've been involved with You know, I'm thinking particularly of the of the Wasps game when they went to the Rico and, and gave them an absolute hiding. Um, yeah, I mean the the, the team is, is is absolutely fantastic, and um, you know obviously led very much by um, sort of world player of the year um, Johnny Sexton. Yeah. Um, yeah, that I think it's going to be a really tough game, and obviously back to back as well. Then having to go to Dublin. Um, I think um,
0: mm. I think this could be a tough couple of weeks for for the boys. Actually, so, sorry, Charlie. Before you come in, mate, like, do you think there's any you know any danger of of, of us perhaps putting out a, a slightly weakened side um, this week, Tom? I'd be very disappointed if we
1: did. I think we mm. have still got hope um, in Europe. Um, you know, while
2: while while we can still. Mathematically,
0: mathematically qualify yeah. you've got to throw you've got, you've got to
2: throw everything you've got
1: what's of message as well does that send sort of you know these second string or, or particularly younger guys if we just uh, you know uh, Leinster will bring a strong side if we if we put out a second string side and, and they get an absolute hiding it's, it's not a great message to send <laughs> we need to be matching the top teams with our with our with our top players, um, player
2: player player development. I mean, there's there's nothing like player development as uh, sending out the fruit and veg to to, to lend to the to,
0: to, to have to have have fifty points put on them. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and I do worry slightly that you know if we were to lose uh, this weekend, like like you know all the form all the form would suggest that we will um, that perhaps we may we may send as as you so so eloquently put it, Charlie, the fruit and veg. <laughs> To, to to leinster to dublin and and that could could get quite ugly because you know you know leinster having perhaps slightly the an, an easier run in the pro14 than than the premiership sides always focus their attention on on premiership um, on premiership rugby so I, I i would worry um you know if that if that were to happen um and then fr- from the game that we we saw today um Providing that we, we do put out our, our best um our best fifteen, so to speak, Charlie. Um, who would you can you imagine many changes? Um Um is this is what I find so hard with Bath
2: because I looked at the team this weekend and thought that is one of the strongest teams he put out this yeah. entire season mm-hmm. and I was expecting a really strong performance. But I I <laughs> I I'd probably I'd probably have a reshuffle in the half backs uh um, definitely a change at nine um, you know <laughs> James Wilson looked good when he came on but he's he's not he's not a 10 by trade uh, so it's not really something I'd look to change but yes, uh, you're starting Burns then yeah the, the, as, as, as you put it earlier the uh, the, the Freddie Burns uh, experiment doesn't entirely seem to be paying off I'm still waiting uh, to have you know, to to really be Really, be wowed by a performance from him, uh, and it's been a season and a half now, and uh, mm. uh, it's it's starting to get on my nerves. Nerves. I've tried to be as positive as possible, but um, uh, there's there's questions I need to be answering uh, in, in in the backs.
1: One, one player I I do think potentially um, make quite a big difference to you know some of the issues that we've we've been speaking about is uh, Jonathan Joseph, mm. um, and you know we know that he's mm. very very close. Um, to coming back he's in full training um, I believe he was considered for for, for, for this weekend's game um, and just someone of his experience um, and also you know someone of sort of his sort of fizz as, as a player I think um, would definitely add a bit of a sort of much needed um, spark and and sharpness to, um, to, to our back line so I, th- I think he
0: um, could potentially come in and, and 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 make make quite a big difference. Mm. Um, and perhaps Tau Lupi Falatau as well. You know, I think they they've sort of got a, a reasonably similar uh, return day. I think you know Falatau would you know his experience, like you mentioned with Joseph yeah. uh, against a side like Leinster will will be pivotal. I think.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Enough to turn them over. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, mm. we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see um so then boys um anything anything you want to make uh, any further points you want to make about the the game next week or should we uh lay our colors should we pin our colors to the mast and and you know prediction predict some more wrong results <laughs> yeah
1: go on then let's, let, let's let's predict it go on <laughs> go on charlie <laughs> i, kick don't, us off, I mate. don't
0: think this result is going to be
2: wrong uh it's going to be a the win uh pick your margin Pick your <laughs> uh I, I'll be I'll be kind and say Leinster by thirty.
1: Thirty three
2: zero three zero. It's going to be a hiding, a- and it's it's not going to be a game. I'm going to be sorry if I miss. At
1: home as well. That would be that will be a really tough one. I think the fans <laughs> to see. Um, I think it'll be a bit tighter than that. Um, I think they could <laughs> run away with it. Sort of the following weekend in in Dublin. Um if we can get some of those players back that we we've spoken about, then you know I'd like to think we could at least sort of put up a bit of a fight. Um but yeah, we, we know how good they are. So I will uh, I will also be um predicting a a Leinster win. Um but like, I'll go by Leinster by fifteen, I think.
0: It's happening, boys. Oh God. No, surely not. I've got <laughs> a few doubts this week about this one. <laughs> however, however, <laughs> I just think um that we'll, if we get those players back that we've spoken about Joseph and Faletel and, and, and you know this is this is optimistic of course it is <laughs> we can't even beat Sale yeah we're, it is we're, we're, we're bottom, you know, it was that bottom of the premiership and I you're going to beat
2: you're going to predict <laughs> you're going to predict the win against Manchester <laughs> I literally can't believe it <laughs> What Ugh. can I do? What this is, this is do? supposed to be a
0: serious podcast. Well, <laughs> I, mate, I, I would not be able to get through the week if I predicted a Leinster win. So, for that reason, I am going for a Bath victory. And, you know, it probably will be quite tight if that were to happen. So, uh, Bath by two, James Wilson, uh, a drop goal at the death uh, to clinch it. <laughs> well, he could have done that today, it would have been quite nice. Yeah, he'll learn from his mistakes and and he'll be back and, and, and we'll be back as well at the same time next week uh, to review hopefully a brilliant Bath win uh, to kickstart our European campaign and to revitalize our season um, or or we'll be back to to review another disappointment again. <laughs> yeah, to review another <laughs> disappointment. You know, come thick or thin, we'll be here uh, Bath fans. So um Thank you very much for listening. As I said before, we're at Bath Rugby Plug on Twitter. um, We're Bath Rugby Plug on Facebook. And we're bathrugbyplug at gmail.com if you want to email us as well. Uh, Tell your mates. Give us a review uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, And, yeah, thank you very much for listening. and, And keep the faith. Keep the faith because, you know, we're thick and thin, so, so stick with it. Um, and, yeah, have a great week and and enjoy the rugby um, next weekend. You know, European rugby back. Uh, so even if Bath let you down, still have a great week. Um, and and join us again for, for another podcast uh, same time next week. Thanks very much for joining me, Charlie. Cheers, guys. And thanks, Tom. Thanks, everyone. Stook.